Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout. It's episode 45 and as per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your host. This week, I am joined by an incredibly talented Scottish actress. Please welcome to the podcast, Erin Clark. Drama School Dropout No graduation day for you Drama School Dropout Hello there. Hi, how are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm good, I'm good. 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 <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I, I'm good. I'm absolutely just sick of my internet being shit. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, it's going now. Yeah, I know, my exact same. Just connecting, disconnecting all the time. Especially oh. when you need it to work, it never does. It's like, it works <laughs> perfectly. And then I start recording a podcast and it's like, nah, I'm going to give up on you now. Nah, exactly. It's when you need it to work, it doesn't bother. <laughs> What I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is how did you get into acting and what was your first ever role? I never actually did any sort of like drama classes or uh, drama wasn't an option at my school actually as a subject either but I never did anything really like that growing up. I know I was always I always loved sort of like musicals and films sort of like um, musical theatre dance it was just a class it was never like we were all singing and dancing it was just we would dance to musical theatre songs and things like that um and then I also used to do figure skating I didn't know that you would never know looking at me but I didn't know you were a figure skater Um, and I did uh yeah I mean I've not been since I was probably for probably about eight years I've probably lost any balance or anything like that I don't know maybe it's like riding a bike maybe that's why I don't know then because I've only known you for like four years Um, (laughs) I did exactly I I gave it up when I was in sixth year at school actually so yeah it's just but well just a couple years before I met you but at my skating, um, well, I was in t- I had two different clubs over my life, but we used to do like shows on ice. So I've done the Lion King on ice, I've done hairspray, like grease, like things like that. So I kind of realized that I absolutely loved the sort of performative aspect of that. And then I was really struggling when it came to like fifth year and sixth year. Like I had no idea. All my friends knew what they wanted to go and do and study and everything. And I just had no idea whatsoever. My grades weren't the best either, which didn't help. But it was my dad that said that to me. He was like, you you're really interested in this thing in these things like there's no harm in going and doing a college course if and seeing if that's what you want to progress with or if maybe it's just doing that while you figure out what you actually want to do yeah so that's what I did and I just I kind of fell in love with it I my dad enrolled me in um, the short courses at the conservatoire yeah so you've um you you jump right in jump that's not a word that's not a word. So you were thrown right <laughs> into the deep end with the conservatoire then? Literally, yeah. It was brilliant though. It, like The facilities they have as well are amazing, but everyone there, all the staff, all the other like students at it, they were just so helpful and so passionate about it. Most of them, were, some of them weren't even going on to study acting. Some of them were going on like from sixth year. Someone was applying to like Oxford and Cambridge for like English or science or something <laughs> like that. Um, but everyone was just so passionate and it was just your taste of like devising things as well. And I was like, oh yeah, I really, I really, really enjoy this. I can see myself doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, I still get massively triggered by the conservatoire because I've now been rejected twice. <laughs> oh, three times for me, baby. Like, tell me about it. <laughs> I got, I got so fucking far this year. I was so, I was genuinely like devastated because I got my, feedback thing through after it, they'd be like no and everything was really good and I was like 
Why did I get rejected then, Mary? And um, it's obviously it's just come down to the numbers that they can fit in and how I, how I'd like look and how I'd fit in with the rest of the class. And it's it's heartbreaking, but we move on. We'll, we'll reapply next year. Oh, honestly, exactly. I'll be there with you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll give them another eighty quid. We met in college and you were the year above me and I was like from day one sort of because I remember sort of the first thing that we ever saw of yours was devised and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. I spoke about this with Ben and Jade and I feel like somebody else was just on that I've massively forgotten about. Sabrina? Sabrina, yes. Sabrina. <laughs> Fucking yes. last episode, last week's you episode. You tell my fan. Last week's episode, for fuck's sake, Ingram. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about how when I watched you guys perform, there was the element of when we came out afterwards of complete and utter just shitting myself because I knew yeah. that we were expected to do that next year. I was like, I'm not ready to do that. I can't do that. Um, oh, you, yeah. Is that, I ask everyone, but was that like applicable to you as well when you watched like the years above? And I feel like when we watched the year above yeah we we kind of came out there and we were like I can't believe like so it's a 20 minute piece of theatre that's when you don't have any experience in creating something other than yeah. like short scene for class that's so daunting it's such a daunting task um oh, I was like I remember I think I'm 110% sure it's Megan I uh, was I walked out with Megan O'Neill who was on episode six of the podcast um I was and I just looked at her and I went we can't do that. We cannot do that. Like, I didn't understand at the time that everything that you sort of done in that first year led up to you being able to do that. I didn't really particularly grasp that point in time that we were learning how to do that. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I was yeah. just there for shits and giggles. No, well, that's, they are good. Like, they, they build you up. They give you the, the tools, maybe, like, to, to be able to create this piece of theatre. But it's still such a huge task. It's a, oh. it's a huge task for anyone, like whether you, you've you got 50 years acting experience or no acting experience, basically it is. It's a massive thing, but um, yeah, definitely the, the year above, we were all like, oh my God, they're amazing. They are so creative. They're so talented. What the hell? How are we ever going to do anything like that? Yeah, then, like I was like that. And then, uh, but what I sort of didn't realise as well is that we would be reined in. So like, for example, our, our um, devised was all about dementia and the people that live with it. And oh, yours one, your one was stunning. Thank you. Um, but had we not been reined in, the original it idea was... was... Your one made me cry. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, the original idea for ours was um, to turn social media off for a day. Right, okay. And there yeah. was this like sh really stupid movement piece that we were going to do where we were all apps and like Mary <laughs> sat us down and was like, maybe we should take this in a different direction. Well, to be fair, at least she was nice about it. Like we, my group really struggled. I was in the same group as uh, Jade McDonald that was on. And uh, your devised was one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. So many people hated it. Like, so our first, when our group first sat down, we were going to, we wanted to do something about um, the sort of like, uh, like the sex trades and um, 
like women being sold and things like that and we were going to tie it into sort of like brothels back in like like 100 years ago and like to modern day and um we, we, we devised maybe like a two minute sort of movement piece yeah. and then sat down in front of the class and everyone was just in silence and Mary Mary just went guys I'm gonna be honest no it's shit which is <laughs> <laughs> like Mary See, I <laughs> like what do we do I think the first time Mary sort of saw it, it was very much like we hadn't done anything yet. It was very much like, yeah. this is our idea. This is the five seconds that we have. And we got ushered in a different direction, which very grateful for because um, I was advised won an award. We're award winners. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Too late. But see, like in Devised, there's always teething problems with some of the groups because it's the first time we're properly creating something without being directed by the lecturers like for example the was it five or six there was me kelsey lauren connor christina five of us and we were like really like close like we were all friends that we all got on but god the arguments that we had was that the same for sort of your year um yeah like my group necessarily didn't really have any arguments we we're just because we that idea had been shut down, we then just panicked and we're like, oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? But my group got on really, really well in terms of that because we we all wanted to create something good. Yeah. But we just didn't know where that idea was gonna come come from. Then all of a sudden, like light bulb moment and it just snowballed and it just we all bounced off each other really well. But oh. there was a wee bit of a rift between like um some of the other groups, I think. Oh, hundred percent. Like there were groups that in our year that hated each other, and we were all just sat like, yeah. We're and I think kind there was, um, oh, honestly, it's like the sharks and the jets, isn't it? Like our, yeah. our group were like just sat in the middle of other groups, and we were like, oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I was like, no, we've had my, my gifts and like little like spats of an argument, but like there were people that are like, we're gonna cut you in a minute if you're not careful. You, it's like, no, oh, literally bringing like, a knife out and everything. Like genuinely the hardest time that we had um, was when you were doing King Leah because Kelsey was in our group and she came and did King Leah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like one member down for a week. Devised is one of the funnest parts of college and you ended up stepping into one of the groups in my year, like you mentioned, because one of them had to drop out. What was that like? And did you feel any pressure? Because when you were called in, I think it was like the day or two days before. Um. Yeah, so I think it was two days before. Oh no, it was the day before um, and I went in and they were just, they had no idea really what, how the ending of it, like they hadn't finished it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then obviously that person was injured so he couldn't come in to even help. But I, knowing him, I'm not sure how much help he would have been. No. Like, in helping I mean, device. I have my suspicions that he wasn't even injured. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, but... I I was injured while we were doing Devised. I had a mm-hmm. fucked up knee, but I was like, we've worked on this for three months. I'm doing it. Yeah. Whether I've got you. to take I'm... a month off after this. Yeah, didn't recover. And thank God you did as well, though. Like, uh, I, loved, I loved our Devised. Like, the only thing that really sort of fucked it for me was um, we had this massive piece that was... Um, steps on how to make a cup of tea and we'd all go step one and then somebody would say something and I had missed my line a few times while we were rehearsing because I was number three and I was just Mm. I was in my head I was going step three step three step three step three and then everyone went step one bloody bloody blah and I went step three and everyone else went step two (laughs) 
I was like, for fuck's sake. And then I nearly snapped Lauren Alexander's ankle. On purpose? No. Enough at age? We had um, a whole movement piece at the end in um, reverse. Yeah. So we went in reverse and I stood on her. Oh my God. She's so sweet. She's so small as well. I was like, (laughs) the funniest thing was we'd rehearsed it three times that day and it was perfect every time. And then Mm -hmm. we had two mistakes because um from me and I, I think somebody else made a mistake I'm not sure though I'm not going to comment on anybody else's <laughs> shit um but what I also like to ask everyone is if you were booked to do a one month run in a two-person show in the West End and you could pick anyone with no financial restraints to be your co-star who would you pick um see I'm torn between like choosing like one of my pals and then I'm also see, torn between like I am um, I just recorded an episode with Heather. She's coming back on the podcast. And I was like, because somebody, I said it to one of my friends uh, that's not an actor. And I was like, if you were doing a show in the way, and he was like, well, it's your dream. So I'd pick you. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I love you. And then I was like, when when me and Heather recorded it, I think Heather said some like really convoluted answer. And I was like, I'd pick you. (laughs) I was like, I hope you feel bad now. (laughs) I think, uh, I feel bad choosing one of my friends over another friend, so I'll not go there. Um, I don't know, maybe like Olivia Coleman. Yeah. I love her. I just think she's so down to earth and brilliant. I always say it'd be really dependent on the time, like, and how much money yeah. I had. Because if I was skin, I'd be doing it with somebody who was known to be a diva so I could fucking write a tell-all book afterwards. Exactly. I'd want to cash Get in. That coin. But yeah, <laughs> Olivia Coleman, I could... I'd like, could you imagine that would not be a chore at all to work with no, Olivia Coleman for a month? It'd be such a dream as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, so good. Could you imagine just like, I, I'd probably just be like, can I just sit and watch you rehearse? Like, I know I I'm meant to be in, in this scene, but like, <laughs> can I just watch you speak to nothing? Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like you'd learn so much from just watching her, not even her necessarily having to teach you or tell you things, but like just watching her and how she interacts with other people and audience members and stuff i just oh she's just she's i also think the rap party piss up would be fucking brilliant oh my god yeah yeah you can like she she would she would have a few drinks we would all have a few drinks and i feel like she's a fun drunk absolutely she's just fun in general i think she's just one of those people that like a couple of drinks it just takes her to a new level and it's just oh unreal olivia coleman if you're listening i don't know why you would be let's go on a night out me you and erin I would love. Me and Erin will pay for the drink. We'll, we'll pay take for her the drinks. Where will we take her? Oh, but I don't know. Like, if we really want to put her out of her comfort zone, let's take her to a Sab Sunday. Sab Sunday. I've never even been to a Sab Sunday. Oh, I've been to a Sab Sunday, and I ended up winching like a sixty-year-old woman. Was not good. That is not a good time. Have they not got um, carpeted floors as well? Yep, carpeted floors. Oh, my oh it's it's a horrible club, but it's like. <laughs> renowned in scotland for a sab sunday i don't know where would like if we were realistically this is our proposal to olivia coleman where would we take her and bear in mind i'm barred from a few places in glasgow so we may have to avoid those um, um she'd probably get knocked back classy. from polo so oh yeah she would 100 percent get knocked back from polo yeah. everyone uh, gets knocked back from polo <laughs> do you know where i'd probably say to take olivia coleman just for shits and giggles spoons spoons <laughs> what crystal palace yes yeah, Jamaica Street. Yeah, yeah. that's where we'll go. That's where we'll yeah. take her. So, Olivia Coleman, <laughs> if you're up for spoons, DM us. We, we'll, we'll buy the first drink, then you can buy the rest. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but moving back to college now, um, I, Kelvin, I have said, Glasgow Kelvin College for everybody that's listening, and if you are in Glasgow or the surrounding areas and want to study acting, I would highly recommend Kelvin. The three lecturers, Mary, Leah, and Yvonne, are fucking brilliant and like yeah, I are. wouldn't change anything for the world so check them out I think I want to say that auditions might be done for this year but still just check it out register your interest because they are brilliant but also we had massively high production shows like oh, I don't yeah. really know what I was expecting when I first sort of went in to college I was like this is going to be our like when we done high school musical in secondary school and they literally painted a locker on a piece of wood I was like this is yeah. what getting. but no like the shows are and I got to see you I think I've seen you in every show that you did um but the first one was female transport by Steve Gooch and you played Nance yes. and that was the first time that I had sort of walked into the theater and you had this massive elaborate boat set and I was like oh wow they're not playing about like this is no. like serious yeah, absolutely. Um, I think even for us, because we'd obviously, I've obviously done it in queue, so this was my first year. So, um, any of the shows that we'd seen from the year above us and the second years, like none of them had any sort of elaborate set, or what one show did, but it was a couple of couches and a, a desk. I mean, I mean, we never like... got any elaborate set. <laughs> no. The most elaborate thing we got was the stripper poles in Macbeth. In Macbeth. That was quite abstract, though, I suppose. Yeah. So it was quite... But, I mean, I wanted a castle. Yeah. <laughs> I want, yeah. I want a full army. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that set was, like, I remember walking in and I was like, oh, this isn't GCSE drama anymore. Yeah, no. We, like, when we walked in to see the set for the first time, um, we all went, oh, my God. Like, for us? <laughs> really? Like, us. thank you. That show <laughs> um, was that show was really good I remember that as sort of the first time that I had ever been exposed to theatre that wasn't a school play yeah um and to be honest I wouldn't have really said it was the standard of an acting school play either I mean it was better I'm not slagging you oh, no it was um <laughs> I was like That's the way that came out no, I'm like you're all shy you're all fucking shy <laughs> it was so much fun because it's such a because of the, like, the girls in it um to have a pure female-led play oh yeah was really really good like all the men were side characters so it yeah. was brilliant <laughs> but I think as well I was in a group with um a couple of my best friends so getting to act alongside them and just be gritty and snotty and swearing and just spitting it was brilliant it was so much fun just a Saturday night at the pub wasn't it Honestly, that's some spins. Um, because I remember watching it, and it, uh, the thing with college shows is they're normally always double cast, so there's mm -hmm. always two people playing the same role, and you could always clock the the person who wasn't doing the better job. Um, I had um, I had Sabrina as my one. Uh, yeah, there was one girl that. Well, I mean that's quite um fitting because Sabrina's been the best of the double cast that I've seen in quite a few shows mm -hmm. I would agree. Sabrina's such a good actress but there was one girl in female transport because I saw it twice and not believable not believable <laughs> no I know I mean who is the it, fuck am it, I though to be critiquing somebody's acting I mean <laughs> if you're I an mean, actor you need to expect that don't you, you I mean but yeah but people have, have probably watched my shit and been like uh <laughs> 
you could have done better. So I'm going to refrain from commenting it. Um, <laughs> But we're going to play a little game now and it's the drama school dropout game and it's called stage right or stage shite and these are three stories submitted by our listeners well one of them's made up by our producer heather i don't know which one's which and uh it's two of them are the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth and one of them is a lie and i've got the answer in a little sealed envelope so we can play it along together okay. um number one on my second day of uni, I had to meet my class at one of the theatres in town and I slept in and went to the wrong theatre. It took me an hour to get to the right theatre and by the time I got there, my class had had a surprise Q&A with Andrew Lloyd Webber, took pictures with him and I missed him. I mean, fucking lucky you that you missed him. Oh. Um, number two, we were doing our final play in college and I had to kiss one of the boys. And halfway through our run, the boy's girlfriend was watching the show and he got nervous. And to tell a long story short quickly... My nose got broken after he headbutted me going in for the kiss. I can 110% see that happening. Uh, I can see that happening as well. Number three, I failed my final production assessment in uni because me and a girl had a blazing argument in the dressing room because I was going out for a fag. Bearing in mind, I didn't go on stage until after the interval and we were so loud that the audience and our lecturer heard us. I mean, I've had <gasps> arguments about going out for a fag. Oh my God. Oh, imagine sitting there as the audience of the lecture, you'd be like... Oh, like... And you can practice in a scene or like you could genuinely like I I die of embarrassment. I actually I don't know which one I think is the lie out of those. Yeah, I was I was waiting for one to be like really extravagant and obvious. See, that's that's the sort of thing. Like normally it's either you don't know or there's one that you just hope isn't true. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe halfway through your run, would you headbutt the girl as you go in to kiss her? Yeah. But I can see that happening again. I mean Actually, see, looking at it now, you get it drilled into you that you're not supposed to be loud backstage. No, exactly. Like, but surely that's got to be the lie. Yeah, that, I feel like that's why well, I, I hope that's uh, I hope that is the lie because I'm like... I mean, I, I had arguments imagine. about literally this, going out for a fag, but we never yeah. argued while people were performing. It was afterwards. No, exactly. And I told people to go fuck themselves because I was going out for a fag. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to go for number three being the lie. I'll join you in that. I'll say number three is a lie as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I just can't see somebody actually having an argument and not realising where they are and how loud they're and being. It, yeah, and especially for other people. I'm assuming other people in the room not yeah. getting them to like, like, shut the Like, maybe you would be like, maybe you'd have, like, one where you'd, like, shout, fuck off, and then you'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm... Yeah. There's an audience. Catch yourself up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we were wrong. It was number two. So... <gasps> She broken nose get, really she didn't get headbutted i mean oh. i'm now really kind of upset that those two people failed their assessment in uni because i can't you not like graduate if you fail that i think so probably well yeah because it would be the it'd be a show wouldn't it smoking causing cancer and failed degrees <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good time it's not a good time um so then what i wanted to ask you and i, I was sort of i didn't know whether to ask this or not because it's everyone's journey's different um, mm -hmm. But you're one of the most talented actors from our college. Like, it's very obvious and that you're going to work in this industry. Um, and don't get me wrong. If anyone knows that further education isn't for everyone, it's me. But mm -hmm. I was just wondering, how come you never ended up going to uni? Um, I kind of thought at the time the university course that was available, um, the one that most of our friends have been at. The one that I was on. Um, the one you were on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really for me. 
Um, I'd actually, Same. when I was in sixth year and I was like, I'd applied for Glasgow Kelvin, I actually went to the open day for that course and I was just like, I, this just isn't like. I wish I'd have went to the open day, not going to lie. And yeah, well, it, it's good. Like you get a taste, well, not a taster, but you, you kind of see what you'll be doing. I was just like, no, I won't. This isn't what I want, basically. Hmm. Um, so I've been focusing more on like actual drama schools, like a lot of London schools. Um, not just to say oh, drama school, but yeah. it's more for. I'm I'm not applying to them all either. I'm applying. I'm researching the schools and then applying to the ones that I. Feel yeah, you're looking for the format and what will fit best for you. Exactly. Yeah, and I kind of feel like I would fit in well there, and kind of reading up stuff and like what uh, actors have been successful that I went there and just spoken about as, as much as we speak about our time at Glasgow Kelvin how much we loved it when they speak about like Mount View or East 15 or like one of these schools so yeah that's kind of what I've been kind of focusing on like another year of rejections yeah well, I got on one I got on one wait list but um we'll try again next year we just keep I going mean, like, I applied for two this year I applied for the conservatoire mm. and got to the third round and then we're still no um and I applied that's for brilliant though I know I was buzzing um and it it always happened at the most stressful times I'd find out that I got onto the next one um yeah. the first time I found out I got through to the next round I was trying to run through Euston to get a train back to Glasgow because I'd been at my mum's in London the oh second God, yeah. time I was literally getting off of a plane in London <laughs> And when I found out I got rejected, I knew I'd got rejected because the other two times I got two emails off of them. Yeah. Like your conservatoire update. And then I got a UCAS update. And the last yeah. time I, I only got a, a UCAS update. And I was like, Shit, so you're like I was like, I was in Hobbycraft buying a canvas for a prop for our show. And I was with my <laughs> friend and I looked at it and I went, I didn't get in. I was like, and they were like, you're not going to open it. I was like, I don't need to. You know what? I was like, if I got in, they'd be sending me the criteria for the next audition. Exactly, yeah. And then I auditioned Ugh. for New College Lanarkshire just because it's close to where I am. And I'd done, mm -hmm. I got, I'd just done the second round like a month ago and I haven't had anything back. I'm getting slightly like nervous about that because the, the SAS deadline is upcoming and I, uh, I'm, I exactly. not doing, I'm not doing college without SAS. Sass, no, absolutely not. It's the only fucking reason I'm going to college. Um, but what's next for you? What what is have you got anything planned? Anything coming up? No, um, nothing just now. I've got um I know a couple of different friends that have experiences of filming stuff, so I'm getting together with some of them to kind of try and build myself a bit of a show deal. Um that's what I like then... with your friends that have got cameras in it. It's like gonna write something and put me in it. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I'll be the face, you be the brains. That's yeah. fine. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that that will kind of boost any of my app, like online yeah. applications and things. Um, and yeah, just applying for all auditions and just waiting to wait <laughs> for know. something, wait for the big break. Wait for the I big know break. it's just I I feel like last year was meant to sort of be like my year, and then we got grounded. Um, no, literally as well. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We've come to the end now. It's always a pleasure to chat to you. And I know we've sort of been talking about having you on for months now, but <laughs> but where can everyone find you on social media? Because a follow and a like costs nothing, but helps us massively. Absolutely. Well, I've got my Instagram. Um, I don't really post much apart from stupid pictures, <laughs> but I do when I do get work out, I'll post about this. And obviously like 
try to promote friends work and things like that i think instagram's so good for networking with that yeah, and stuff like that it is i feel like especially if you build up a good enough portfolio of pictures on instagram somebody can pretty much see your entire body of work within 10 minutes exactly yeah they get yes. a, they get an idea of what you're like yeah yeah 100% but follow erin on instagram for sure it's at erin e r i n clark with 4k's so c l a r double k double k and it will <laughs> yeah. also be in all of the show notes below thank you so much for coming on erin it's been an absolute thank you very pleasure. much for having me um nice to see you again I, I actually i genuinely just felt to say once all of this is over we all need to have like one big fuck off reunion Oh, we absolutely will. We'll I mean, I haven't been out with the college people and got barred from a club in nearly two years. So we need to like go out. I'll get drunk and get barred from a club and we'll reignite the tradition. Absolutely. Go out and cause a scene. <laughs> but thank you so much. I'll let you get back to normal life. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout, episode 45 completed. Thank you so much to Erin for coming on the podcast and make sure to follow us both on social media, which you'll find down in the show notes below. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a rating and a review on the podcast. It helps us out so, so much, like more than you can ever imagine. And remember, you can now check out our brand new website, www.dramaschooldropout.com. And if you have a story for Stage Right or Stage Shite, please email us at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com. I will be back again next Tuesday with a brand spanking new episode at a brand spanking new time. All Drama School Dropout episodes are now being released at 6am every Tuesday. So if you've got a morning commute and you're on that train and you need something to do, episodes of Drama School Dropout will now be available even earlier for you guys to enjoy. I'll be joined next week by an actor who you may or may not know from a little TV show on BBC Three called Bad Education. So make sure that you are back next Tuesday at our brand spanking new time at 6am to check that out and show us all of the love. Have a lovely week guys, stay safe and you will hear me again next week. Drama school dropout No graduation day for you Drama school dropout Thought your whole course Now try something new Drama school dropout